You both said today that you love each other and I believe it, but I'm trying to tell you love is not enough for a successful marriage. There's so many other things that go in it. It's not just about you anymore. Here is today's case. Vassal has an explosive temper and he's really jealous. By the time I get through the door, there's no talking anymore. I'm just, you know, I, I, I get tunnel vision. So you go to the thing that you think is going to hurt her the most. On her Instagram, she has, like, these provocative pictures. Were you posting thirst traps? If you want to make money, that's what you have to do. You probably have the worst job in the world for Mr. Chan. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, as you know, for the first time on Divorce Court, we have a virtual audience and it's filled with your super fans. Today's super fan of the day is Deborah from Nigeria. Welcome, Deborah. We're happy to have you here with us today. Your Honor, today's case is Jackson versus Chan. Thank you, Juan. Vanessa Jackson, you have brought Vassal Chan yeah. here to court today. You say the two of you have been in a relationship for seven and a half years. Yes, Your Honor. And you are suing for $211 for damaged makeup and accessories. That is correct, Your Honor. Okay, why don't you give me some background, Ms. Jackson? Sure. So, Vasal and I have been together for the past seven years. We were introduced by a mutual friend. We hit it off and we've been together ever since. Um, the reason why we're here today is because Vasal has an explosive temper and he's really jealous. Okay, give me an example of, of his explosive temper that you described. Sure. Okay, so he started playing this video game called League of Legends. It's a computer video game. Mm -hmm. um, he was addicted to it at one point. Mm -hmm. um, I spoke to him about it and I said like, hey, like we don't have any time for us. Like, can you give the video game a break so we can have some us time? So one day I decided to play a joke. We're jokesters, we play around all the time. I take his mouse while he's away from his computer and I run into our bedroom and he comes running after me. So I'm on one e end of the door, like pushing the door closed and he's on the other end trying to push it open. I'm pushing, he's pushing and his finger gets like slammed in the door. Mm -hmm. So he exploded, like he flung the door open and then he goes and he swipes all of my makeup off of my vanity, breaking my compact, my brushes, a lot of my expensive makeup. And I'm like, dude, you, you're gonna have to pay for that. And he's like, I'm not paying for anything. And he walks out and he goes about playing his video game. Okay, give me some background, Mr. Chan. What do you have to say about what she's so, described today? So I feel like that, for one, I feel I believe that one, that incident was collateral damage. Mm. Um, I felt like she was trying to poke the bear a little bit, whereas she, I come home, I'm in the middle of a game, she snatches the mouse and the keyboard, runs into the room, I'm trying to retrieve it, my finger gets crushed in the door, and it's just adding fuel to the, the flame at that point. Mm -hmm. So by the time I get through the door, there's no talking anymore. I'm just, you know, I, I, I get tunnel vision, and I just swipe at tunnel her makeup. Tunnel vision for the makeup? Yeah, because, you know, exactly. I mean, I'm obviously not gonna hurt her, so. Right, yeah, so good. I, so I just, that, that was the first thing I saw. So you go to the thing that you think is going to hurt her the yeah, most, yeah, right, which right. is the makeup, yeah. according to you. Right. Let me see the, you submitted evidence of the value of the makeup. I'll take a look at that now. I see you were very specific with yes. the items that you listed. The mascaras, eyeliners, foundations, concealers. Okay, makeup is expensive. I can understand the lawsuit. What else is going on? As far as the jealousy, 
I, pre-COVID-19, I was working at a nightclub as a cocktail waitress, mm -hmm. and it was something that I honest, I've been wanting to do for a while, and he knew that, and he was very supportive of it in the beginning. Um, but after I had been working there for a few months, I was working two jobs, I didn't really have time for us. Um, he felt some kind of way about that. Um, and then he started to get jealous because my phone would go off a lot. So I had to give my number out, not just to males, but to women as well. Um, and they would text me throughout the week. So you're uh, trying to get clients? Yes, that's basically so what it was. The way, yeah, so the way she was enticing these clients, I think she went about it the wrong way. I told her to keep work, work, and your private life. Has no, to be what private, he said was it, to get. It started to hold intersect. on a second. You said that she were she was not keeping her work separate from your personal. Right. So her phone is just blowing up constantly, getting text messages, and I look, and it's her. She was going back and forth with a potential client. Client. And but it was, it this shouldn't be an all day, every day thing. She was texting him for about a week. And he was calling her constantly, and I was just like, block the, so I eventually blocked the call. Did you see the messages? Were, yeah. Was there anything to be concerned about? It felt like he was being let on. Mm. Yeah, so. And you, you say you were just engaging in recruitment. Right, right, that's what we would have to do. We would have, we would even like, um, at the nightclub, we would have nights where we would all go out and we would have to like meet, not just men, but women too, to bring them into the club. That's all it was. That doesn't entail texting your exes on social media. Well, when, does that have to do with work, her texting Right, her so she has on Instagram, yeah, it doesn't have to do with work. On her Instagram, she has, like, these provocative pictures of her showing her backside. So, of course, she's going to get a lot of thirsty DMs or whatever. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I feel like there's certain people that you shouldn't be responding to, including your exes. Like, why are you entertaining them? What, what was going on, ma'am? I don't recall. Were, were, you, were you posting thirst traps on your social media? <laughs> it was a part of my job description. I had to put posts up every weekend, and these were professional photos that were taken at the club. So mm -hmm. a photographer would come in, take photos of us, pouring drinks, photos of just like the girls in general, mm -hmm. and we would post those. Our job was to basically bring people into the club, and that's any means necessary. So, of course, you're not going to disregard your morals, but at the same time, like, if you want to make money, that's what you have to do. He and his friends send back and forth photos of women who are, like, half naked. The guys that brought those girls into the club were single. Maybe you're confusing what you're doing with what she's doing for work. What else is going on? So Vassal has um, a group chat with his friends where he sends, he and his friends send back and forth photos of women who are like half naked. And in the group chat, they're saying things like, oh, would you sleep with this woman? Like, what would you rate her? Just basically saying things like that. And I saw it and I'm like, why are you guys? Now, Mr. Chan. Yes. So you're saying you don't want her to post these photos, but you want to enjoy them from other women as long as it's not your girlfriend. Is that what you're saying? That's a little bit of a double standard. So, me and my friends have a group chat and, you know, amongst guys. Because I, I was with you for a minute. You, right. you, were, you are the moral authority right now in the relationship talking about, you know, you don't want your significant other posting these thirst traps. But you want to enjoy and be thirsty on other traps, you see. 
on the so, socials. It was, a D, it was a DM group between me and a bachelor party. That's how it started. I mean, it's a bachelor party. Someone's getting married. What does that have to do with it exchanging photos? Because we're trying to, like, liven up the mood pre-bachelor party. And I looked in his phone. Interesting. After the bachelor party or the trip to Vegas, and while they were in Vegas, they were texting back and forth in that group chat saying things like, oh, these girls are ugly, get them out of here. And the saw responded and said, oh, they don't have to be cute to perform oral sex or sexual favors. The guys that brought those girls into the club were single. And they were actually brought in to party with the bachelor party yes. this night. Yes. Okay. Maybe you're confusing what you're doing with what she's doing for work. Exactly. You're, what you're doing for pleasure. Maybe you're concerned that these guys are actually trying to do what you do with your friends, which is actually hook up with people. Whether you are the person hooking up or not, people in the group are recruiting. We have a lot of recruitment going on between the two of you. I are recruiting like... these young women to come and party. And so you're concerned that that's what these men are trying to do. The same thing. Those girls were there to party. My friends were there to party. I felt like that was mutual. They, was, they wasn't workers, you know. They wasn't hitting on the workers or anything. They was hitting on single girls. Single guys were hitting sir, on single why, women. Why, I, I understand right. that. I understand that. But why is it okay for you to look at it? and enjoy the photos and comment for recreational purposes and, and she can't promote these photos as a part of her career and work. I mean, there's a, I feel like... You don't see the double standard? Yeah, I, I see the exactly. double. Exactly. It's just, she, I, I don't think... I'm not comfortable with her in that... Because, it's because, because you are in a relationship. Right. So that is where you want to draw the line. Right. So for me, the pictures... All these women are not tangible. They're just pictures. They're just, you know, I'm never going to see them. I'm never going to meet them. No, you, but you did because you were at the club and they were brought to the club. I said, I'm gonna, if you don't open the door, I'm going to call the cops. 30 minutes later, I get a knock on the door saying this is officer such and such. You're going to have to decide, is it worth fighting for or are you never going to mature to the point to where you know how to treat each other when you're upset? If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and for exclusive content, go to Apple TV. Mr. Chan, what is... So, besides her work... Invading my privacy because those guys aren't aware that you was looking at all those messages. And oh, I'm, you weren't aware that she was seeing the messages? Until after, no, uh, until after the fact, she was like, hey, I saw... You, you went through his social yeah, media? Yeah, she went I through did. my... Why? Because he goes through mine's. Okay, so, but what is your reason? You go through her social media? When there's all these messages popping up... So you both look at each other's social media? Right. So do, you, do, you, do you have shared passwords, but or are you sneaking and doing this? I don't look at her group chats with her girlfriends. I look at the messages between her and all these guys. So you just go through the messages, and if you see some message with a guy, you look at that one, but the other ones you bypass. I think you probably look at all of them, I, which, I, is, which is fine if that's what y'all want to do. So you have an open-door policy with your social media. There's no invasion of privacy issue. I feel because like both of you an, invade each other's privacy. I feel like there's an issue 
Because and you know that you're doing it. I don't go through her messages with her friends. Well, Whereas, I asked so him about... She'll go through messages with my friends, where I feel like they should know about that. That was one time. So, Mr. So, you, you have the issue with what you do for a living, and social media is also an issue. The communication, she says, is for work. She has a problem with your communication for entertainment purposes. But you say that there's another issue in the relationship, and that is in regards to alcohol. Yes. So when she goes out with her friends, she gets a little too drunk. Mm -hmm. She gets belligerent, mm. incoherent, and she doesn't remember a lot of the things. So on one night, she went out with her friends. I come and pick her up, and I find her sitting on the side of the road, pretty much, blacked out drunk. Mm. I ask her, where are your friends? Aren't they supposed to be your friends? They're upstairs. Oh, they're walking to their car. It's three in the morning. My and it's, friends walked me. And, and it's she's the by car. herself when I outside. Her up, she no, was by herself. Outside. I was not. My friends walked well, me to but the you, car. You were blacked out drunk. So I think to his point, your friends did not wait until they knew you were safely in his car after you were drinking. So to add to that, I look at her phone and there's a number, a message from a guy named Will Yum, just how it's spelled, Will Yum. I don't know how. And I asked her about, exactly, she doesn't remember who it is, how it got in there. How do you know he's, he's yummy? Do you taste <laughs> him? What's going on? What, did you, did you name him Will Yum? I did not put that number in the phone. Well, who, I don't know. Put, who put the I number in the no phone? I have no idea how it got there. That's so exactly someone got problem. your phone and you say, named themselves Will Yum? Yes. And you don't remember this? I do not remember. I, I don't know how that number got in my phone. So he never called you? And I don't drink often. This is something that, like, yeah, sometimes I do black out if I drink too much. But it's like maybe like once a year that it happens. Well, I think even if it's once a year, if you're not in control of your faculties and you're by yourself and you're alone and you have a number from a man named Mr. Yum in your phone, you don't remember how it got there, it could be dangerous. And so you probably have the worst job in the world for Mr. Chan. A lot of guys might not like it, but Mr. Chan especially. So that's going to be an issue that the two of you are going to have to compromise on in some form or fashion. You know, it's interesting because he doesn't like you posting the photos, but he likes to enjoy them from other people. Right. It doesn't make sense. Can't have your cake and eat it too. You guys have been together for seven and a half years. So you're gonna have to just try to decide what's important for this relationship. You have anger that you need to deal with because you cannot, when you get upset, say you damaging your significant other's property is collateral damage. Mm -hmm. I feel like she takes things to the extreme as well. So there was an incident where we got into an argument I go into the room to cool off, mm -hmm. to calm down, get away from her. 30 minutes later, I get a knock on the door saying, this is officer such and such. Can you, may you please come out of the room? I'm like, we just had a little argument. Mm -mm. I came out, the police is asking me 21 questions about what's on the wall. What's, so we lived in the old apartment, so there was dings and crannies over here. 
they're making it look, making it look seem like I'm abusive or something. When I went into the room to cool off, no, you know, I didn't blow up or anything he like that. He told me, I said, I'm gonna, if you don't open the door, I'm going to call the cops to defuse I, the situation. I thought that was a bluff. I was trying to get into our bedroom to get my things so I can leave. And I said, if you don't open the bedroom, I'm going to call the cops so you can open the door. And he said, call him, call him. And then he's screaming in the background. Has, has he broken your items before? Any of yes. your personal items before? Yes. What else? He ripped apart a pair of my Ugg boots. That's a problem. This is a problem, so Mr. Chan. Can we get into the times when she's angry at me, how she treats me? Does she destroy your property? She pours water over my head and tries to humiliate me mm -hmm. while I'm driving on the freeway. So it's not like I'm the only person with the anger issue. I feel like you're the catalyst. He was and, driving us two hours. And, that is, that, and that, that is problematic as well, but two wrongs don't make a right. And I could sit here and we can go back and forth all day on what one person has done to the other. And emotionally abusive behavior may not ever cross the line into physical abuse, but it will always weigh on the mind of a person that are, is their safety a concern. You have seven years invested in this, so you're going to have to decide, is it worth fighting for, or are you never going to mature to the point to where you know how to treat each other when you're upset? So if that is seeking professional help, then that's what you need to do. Because you have not been able to get in control of your rage issues. Yes, you are. And tearing up her personal property when you get upset. And you can't pour water over somebody's head and be petty. You don't treat each other like you love each other. No, we love each other. There's more good times than the bad times. It's just we plan to have kids and I don't want them to be in that type of environment. So well, I mean, you are not ready right now. Right. And you are correct. Because children only add, as much as we love them, they only add more pressure and stress to the relationship. And so if you can't handle it with just the two of you, you certainly can't bring a child into the equation and think you're going to function better mm -hmm. in the relationship because there's a child there. $211 verdict in this case is for the plaintiff. You cannot break Ms. Jackson's property, sir, and think that you will not be held accountable. And, and listen, th those are cosmetics. It's, it's, you know, those are almost irreplaceable at times. Yes, Judgment in this case for the plaintiff, $211. Thank you, Your Honor. I disagree with her verdict. I, felt, I still felt like that was collateral damage from my crushed finger. I agree with Judge Faith's verdict. I feel like he should replace the items that he destroyed. I think we should seek counseling. I think that would be a good step forward. Yeah, I think counseling would, would help because I feel like there's, on both sides of a, I think there's some issues that we have to address. I feel like we're almost there, you know? It's, it's a lot of good. I feel like there's just some tweaks that we have to adjust where I have to control my anger a bit more and become less frustrated with you. And I think, I think we'll be there. Yes, I agree. I have to stop um, antagonizing as well.